we go. Welcome to the Long Beach Social Experiment Podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This is episode 278. I have a very, very special guest, and I have to say he's my first guest who's a Niner fan. Gang, gang. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> my guest for today is BZ Realtor, but we all know him as Brandon. Brandon, welcome to the podcast, dog. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you having me. How Thank you been, you. man? Good, man. Just working and... <clears throat> You have to excuse me. I got a little cold going on, but I'm good, bro. Just blessed. Yeah, blessed. that's what happens if you drive the grapevine too much. You get that it's snow. Right, getting snow flights. <laughs> I don't know. You know what? I get to be honest. Uh, when because you, you, you and I, we used to live in the barrier, mm-hmm. and over there, I used to get scared with of uh, the black ice. Yeah, yeah. You know, like the 580 and stuff. You're going downhill, and it's like. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's those days I miss and there's days that I do not miss the barrier. Well, right now they're hammered with snow and, and rain. Um, I talked to one of my best friends, probably my best friend in the world. I talked to him today and he said it was nice up there, but just frigid. Frigid? So that part of the Bay Area, I don't miss. It's weird because it's been so cold down here and we're getting snow in weird places, you know, streets well, of Fontana, San Bernardino. So, you know, it's oh, yeah. crazy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember, like, in the barrier, like, if you live, because I used to live in the Central Valley, um, Stockton, Barrier, and all that. For some kind of reason, when it rains, it rains, and it get, there's a lot of places that get flooded. Like, I heard, like, one of my relatives, they had to move out of their house because half of Gilroy flood, was flooded. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Last time it was this bad as far as the rain goes, the Anderson Dam, which is... So I'm from San Jose. San Jose and people that know the area along the 101, you have Morgan Hill and then Gilroy. Mm. Um, Anderson Dam is in Morgan Hill. So the last time it rained like this, it's been a number of years, um, I don't know, a handful of years, from, you know. But anyways, it got so bad to where they were warning the people below, you know, we can't guarantee this dam won't break. or It just, yeah, it rained that bad. My dad, my parents are in Morgan Hill. Wow. So... It's getting a little dicey, you know. Yeah, but I, I'll say this: we do need the rain. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, a lot of the lakes are now fit back, you know, back to normal, mm-hmm. you know. But it's just that for some kind of reason, you know, we're worried. Like, okay, like, are people gonna rack up on a lot of water bottles and stuff like that, you know, and all that mm-hmm. because of the rain, like, and all these inflations and all. It's a good beer, huh? Man, I was just about to. Uh, Beer Thug Brewing, shout out. You guys are making a killer IPA. Yeah. That Fantastic. Beer, that's Beer Thug Life. He has a brewery. It's over there by uh, Borders X in the city of Bell. Right it, on. It, it's not bad. You know, that's, I had it on my podcast. Fantastic. It's good, man. Mm-hmm. So talk to me, man. Just chilling, just trying to stay warm. That's it, huh? Trying to stay warm, bro. Just, you know, um, working as much as possible. Um, aside from that. Um, How's the real estate doing right now? You know, it's been good. I, I pers- For me, it's been good. Um, I'm pretty active. Um, I grind quite a bit. Yeah. You know, real estate, you really have to. There's no days off, so to speak. The realtors that I look up to, the mortgage guys that I look up to, that stay active, that stay getting, you know, fed, so to speak, they don't take days off. So we make time. You make time for family and, and mm-hmm. spending time with your kids. Um, and to have some some personal time, but you know what? Every day you wake up, you're unemployed in real estate. There's no punch in punch out mentality, so you've got to go get it. Wow. 
Mm-hmm. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. So when you pro- promote like the the houses that you're selling, it's mostly do people come up to you and say, "Hey, I, I have this house." Because there is that. Well, I used to back in the day for two weeks ago. Two weeks, I stayed there. I used to live in the city of Sonora. Okay. Yeah, so I know yeah, there's yeah. a lot oh, of nice houses, right. and, and also in Don Pedro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out Sonora, my man. Okay, my grandparents. Um, they're truly, you know, I'm blessed to have them. They are still with us. Uh, mm-hmm. They are in Twain Heart, which is just above Sonora. Yeah. I spent mm-hmm. nights very. Yeah. Yep. Just just right up there. Um, they've been up there about twenty, a little over twenty five years. So I had the pleasure of going up there during the summer, winters. You know, Dodge Ridge, Pinecrest Lake. Don Pedro, of course, New Maloney's, yeah. you know, playing golf at, uh, it's no longer Mountain Meadows, it's Tulele, but excellent golf, excellent outdoor activities. Yeah, Sonora, what a trip, right? Yeah, okay. and uh, there's times like we want to go gambling, you go to Jackson's. Mm-hmm. Or what's that, Black Oak? Oh, yeah, I've never been there. I, I won there, so shout out Black How much Oak. you get? <laughs> you know, I never really like to, to toot my horn because I'm not a gambler like that, but... Mm-hmm. I hit a slot one time for 800 bucks, so thank you, Black Oak. <laughs> I'll take I, it. I went to Jackson one time, and there I'm not a gambler either, but I had $300, and I won almost close to $86,000. I should have cashed out. Stupid me. Oh I goodness. kept on playing, and that $86,000 went all the way down into like almost like $1,200. Like, that's it. I'm cashing out. Cash out and run. I'm telling you, like, you just... Yeah, I see a lot of people over there, but I feel like there's days I do kind of miss like Northern California, Central Valley, yeah. you know, because our, like a lot of my family's from over there. It's a beautiful place to be. It's very expensive now. Most people like myself that moved out. Um, I've been down in Southern California now. When I moved down here initially, I moved down here for music primarily. Mm. Um, that was, in fact, why I moved here is because I was playing in bands and I moved to Hollywood. I actually was in Texas for a little bit visiting family, and mm-hmm. I had hair past Pat David Lee mid- Roth <laughs> middle of my back and and uh, you know teased out, and I was all you know looking like I was part of Motley Crue, and so the glam was, rock. I, I had to get back to California. That kind of look didn't work very well in Texas. There's a lot of, a lot of, yeah. Really? Just the cuffs out there over, yeah. So I made my way back and, um, you know, I miss San Jose. I'm, uh, shout out San Jose. I love San Jose. I love all my, you know, San- like 95% of my family is still there and I, friends. I, man, I only been to San Jose a couple times, but when, when they're single the mile, it's oh, big. It's packed in downtown. And mm-hmm. I went there in my mid-20s for Cinco de Mayo. And I'm going to tell you, there's things I should not have saw. This is before the internet. <laughs> and yeah. uh, I saw v- people have videotape recorders, mm-hmm. hooking up, fights. I mean, San Jose's wild. San Jose is, um, you know what? It's, it, it's kind of crazy because growing up, I got to see all of that. All of, all of the... Um, you know, single the mile parades, all that stuff. And they actually, if, if from what I remember is correct, they basically banned that and they just brought it back. So now people can go and kind of cruise. There's a lot, there's a big low rider scene. There's a huge car scene. Salinas. There. Salinas, Watsonville, um, you know, all that whole corridor. 
The whole corridors, yeah. There's a lot of Mexican towns. You got Soledad, mm-hmm. you got Gonzalez. Absolutely. Uh, I have a cousin who lives kind of right there by Morro Bay, mm-hmm. like around Santa Cruz and all that stuff. Yeah. So there's, there's, I like going to the coast and kind of seeing how it is and also yeah. like San Jose because a lot of people don't know. I used to go there for school to go to Great America. Yeah. Man, all the summers at Great America. It, yeah, it, it was great. Shout out Santa Cruz, by the way, because I used to cut, sorry, mom and dad. I used to cut school quite a bit and go up there and skimboard, and I was really? just, I was a knucklehead. Wow. Yeah. So we'd go and hang out, and we'd drink beer and do what we did and fool around and then go home. And But Santa Cruz is actually, in my opinion, I love the beauty of Santa Monica, the beach, the, the you know, the, the boardwalk that they have there. Mm-hmm. But it, in my opinion, there's no comparison to the Santa Cruz Beach Boardwalk. There's yeah. nothing. It's just, it's different. The beaches up there are just different. Yeah. And then also like a lot of history, you know, when you think of, you go to Santa Cruz or Santa, Santa Clarita, you know, that all, like around that area, mm-hmm. you know, that's where they filmed a lot of the movie, The the Lost Boys. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. I, I was into that whole 80s because they had like, mm-hmm. oh, they've got vampires and glam rock too? Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. That, that soundtrack's actually pretty badass, by the Echoes way. Echoes and the Bunny Man. You had In Excess, yeah. mm-hmm. Cry Little Sister. That's the thing about soundtracks when like okay Lost Boys I was I'm, I want to say this if you had to pick one soundtrack in the horror movies you have the Lost Boys and you have Queen of the Dam which mm-hmm. was produced by Jonathan Davis from Corn phenomenal I have to say man that that's a tough one because yeah. the scene the 80s I love it but Queen of the Dam is just it's great. It's it's one of those movies where it's like it's dark, and this it was the first Jonathan Davis first time producing a soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. Jonathan Davis is phenomenal. Corn, um, I miss those guys. You miss them? I, I don't know where, where they've been. Where you guys at? Come back, please. Yeah. I, I'm sure they still gig here and there, but they were such a force when they were out. Man, they were just the biggest band in the world. Mm-hmm. When you were growing up in the Barrio in high school, did what what were you what kind of hobbies uh at were you playing any sports or what was the scene back then so i grew up playing sports um and playing music mm-hmm. simultaneously i did both so i played drums since i was my my dad got me a drum set when i was a little kid uh and according to what he says is you know i was a year old but i don't remember getting my first actual mini drum set till i was three or four years old um and at the time they were living in modesto Oh, my family's over there. <laughs> I'm going over there in uh, two weeks. My mom, yeah. she's over there. She lives like right in the in the nice area over there. I think it was by Coffee and okay. Floyd, mm-hmm. like right there. So mm-hmm. Modesto is, it's growing. Yeah, Motown. Shout out. Yeah, we used to party out there. I I could tell you some really? stories, man. My one of my, again, my tell best us, friend, Doc. my best friend Pablo, PD Pob. If you're listening, man, love you, man. Uh, we used to go out there as kids, teenagers, and we had no business partying. We we had no business being out there. But we'd take off um, junior, senior year a lot. We'd go out there and hang out, and then we had friends out there. I had cousins and family out there. And oh, so hell yeah. Z, so okay. we would party, and we'd just – it was – Motown was just something else. It's It's – you know what? It changed from when my parents – again, they're from San Jose, but they bought a house out there. It was really cheap. Mm-hmm. And – when they bought, my dad used to work in Scotts Valley, which is Santa Cruz, basically. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he was commuting daily. He was like, no, we're going back to San Jose. But at that time, Modesto was pretty 
nice. Mm-hmm. Modesto now is, you know, it's got some parts. It got some parts it's now. It's got some parts, you know? Yeah, and uh, you see, like, a lot of the cities around it, they're all growing now to the point you have a lot of barrier people, which, correct me if I'm wrong, Brandon, but um, in real estate, there's a lot of people who, when they buy houses in Patterson, Newman, mm-hmm. and all that stuff, they have to be where it's closer by the freeway to the mm-hmm. commute and all. So it's in a way, when you buy a house, it's it's actually kind of your house, but they say it's more like, this is like my hotel. Yeah. Because I'm going to be here sleeping, I'm going to make that money because right. um, the cost of living is, is then where if you're living in the Central Valley, you have to be commuting to the barrier to, to right. kind of make it, you know, to survive. Right. And, and that is very true. Um, my best friend, you know, commutes back from Los Baños to San Jose almost daily. So in a way, you're, that you're absolutely correct. When I sell homes, when I bring a client out to look at homes, one of my questions, and I, I have a list of questions that I ask them, one of them is, where do you work? What's our, tra- what's our commute looking like? Because if you're commuting an hour to two hours a day, one way, most people, again, Los Banos, as an example, Fontana to LA or San Bernardino to Orange County, hour, hour and a half, double that there and back. You're looking at three, maybe four hours a day commuting. Take that off your life five days a week. You know what I mean? That's 20 hours a week. If it's two hours one way, two hours back, 20 hours in a car. Times that by four. So you're looking at that. It it is exactly what you said. I asked that question. What's our commute looking like? Because I want you to be somewhat close within reason. I get it if we're pre-qualified to purchase... um, at say, just as an example, we need to, we're pre-qualified for 500,000. We need to look in that range. Well, there might not be anything in that range close to where you're working. There might not be anything $500,000 if you're working in Long Beach, as an example. It's a very, it's a higher price point area. So we, it, it is something to take into consideration with clients that I work with, especially, you know, buyers, obviously. It's, yeah, I see a lot of my friends and also some people, I'll tell you off air, um, they're moving that their businesses are in Long Beach, but it's expensive to the point I they were saying I have to go buy a house and more mm. cheaper in the high desert yep. to Victorville, Hesperia or Barstow, like mm. around there. And they're like, oh, 400, 300. But a lot of people are thinking, oh, yeah, the commute. But damn, man, it's just, it gets gas. hot. Gas. <laughs> Wear and tear in the car. Tires. Tires. Your brakes. mechanic is going to love you. <laughs> yeah. Like brakes and all. Like you just. It's just, man, dude, and, and unless they have a teleport where you just like how the Jetsons did or Star Trek, you just teleport. Okay, I'm here at my job. Which is funny. You know, it just it just made me think of something. So coming out of COVID, um, no matter how you feel about that whole situation, mm-hmm. I know a lot of people liked COVID for maybe one reason or another. Um, obviously, it was a serious situation. We can go down that road. But some people preferred working from home. So it worked out for them mm-hmm. during COVID. Now when it came back, hey, you have to come back. As an example, you know, Elon, you got to come back to work. Otherwise, hand in your resignation, right? So yeah. I get that. You need to be here. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people were not happy about that. We're not, I don't want to come back. It was very easy for people to buy homes and buy property out of state even. You know, living, oh, wow. and I know people that, I know a couple of friends up in, in the Bay Area, we call, you know, the city, San Francisco, that 
they were renting, you know, a two bedroom apartment, they would get bunk beds because it's like five, six thousand dollars a month for a two bedroom apartment. Damn. Nuts. And these guys are making crazy money, but yet they're living like like frat house guys. They're just bunked up. These guys were like, you know what? When COVID hit, they all scrammed. Some I know one of my buddies went to Ohio. He's working remotely. So some people it worked it worked out for some people to work remotely, but now it's you know people hey, you got to come back to the office. Yeah, yeah, you just got too comfortable. It's like yep. okay, yeah, we, you're in the you're at home, you're watching your kids, you're just living, you're mm-hmm. just whatever. But yeah, it's time to come back, and and that's why I feel when a, when a lot of things locked down, you know, you saw waves of like, oh shit, you know, like okay, I'm I'm staying home, I have my business, I should do a pop up, I should do a podcast, mm-hmm. I should do this, and all so. You're, you're going to see this year, Brandon, for 2023, another second wave of people like mm. there's going to be a lot of layoffs. There's going to be a lot of stuff like, oh, shit, what am I really good at? Like, OK, I always want to vision this, mm. you know, fulfill my dream. It's like, fuck it. Let's, let's go for broke. Yeah, I don't have nothing to lose. That, I, that is very true. It's kind of ironic how coming back out of covid, they couldn't hire any. They couldn't hire enough. Yeah, people didn't want to work because they were making yeah. more money at home. Yeah, collecting, uh, uh, EDD, right? so, all that stuff. You know, and then now you're getting the, they overhired now, and now, like you said, back to your point, they got to tighten that belt, and that means job loss. It's just kind of where we're at. Well, the kids don't want to work these days. Like, hey, I'm over here. I give you more money. It's like, yeah, I just stay home. Yeah. You know, they yeah. they're not really enthused. You know, like, have you ever? I think I posted it. Have you ever watched this called the U.S. Debt Clock? That sounds really familiar. I, it has all these numbers in the uh-huh. United States, you know, the deficit right. and all that. Right. And that feels like for all the people living in the United States, we're paying, like, we're in a big hole for, like, $36 trillion in Yes, deficit. I did see that, yes. That, to me, is, like, whatever we can do to kind of, like, help the economy up is, like, mm-hmm. you got to be on a budget, but you be frugal, but it's almost like you have to be careful how you use your money. Right. And it's kind of ironic how our government uh, – is not careful where how they use their money mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's kind of why does why does so much aid go here and there but not here at home and so mm-hmm. you know that's something i think we've we can all agree to disagree on whatever it may be but yeah uh, you know hey i just see it more like with our country you know if you want to go deep dive us on some mm-hmm. real stuff you know our, our country is is more focused on corporate and military industrial yeah. And that's where we bump into other people's countries and start wars and right. what's going on now. That's where that's that's how they make their money. Corporate. Mm-hmm. You know, they they's like, hey, we're we're the head motherfuckers. You know, you're the president. You're not going to make any changes, but we're going to tell you what to do. Yeah. Do you think now maybe we're going to deep dive just to bring it? I'm ready. <laughs> do you personally believe? That the president of our great country, I, I believe it's the greatest country in the world. I, I It's the greatest of all time. It, again, maybe that's it just still my is. arrogant mm-hmm. American coming out. But I do believe it's the greatest country uh, on the planet. Do you believe that our president is rightfully elected? And by, well, let me let me let me step back. Do you believe that he's actually the person running our country? Or do corporate you think people. Yeah. Running actually running it. It's corporate. 
it's always been you know they're always been change trying to do changes a president can only can do so much but it really takes a, uh the, the congress the, the senate to approve certain things mm. but now when you see these um c-spans and you know what's what's getting leaked out of uh the twitter files and everything mm. and people are getting like ex you know exploited yeah. and on everything and fauci like all this stuff yeah. it's all coming out you know well fauci you know what fauci is uh he There's cashed so out. so many videos he, he of him out. saying, and I remember watching one that he was speaking directly on the common cold, the flu. The best defense is to catch it. Do you remember? Uh, you actually posted that video. Yeah. Well, that was a while back, but yeah. the best defense to catching or to, to, to getting over the hurdle of, say, COVID or X, Y, and Z is to actually catch it, catch the, the, you know, the flu, whatever it is, and then you'll have a better immune uh you know defense that's what they say the second, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what i mean so but then the second time around you know when when the spotlight's on him and he's got the cameras and everything mm -hmm. talking about the jab i was a little i was i was not happy to hear the contradiction well the, in I, that it's I'm, I'm gonna say this you know like a lot of people are focusing on china with the wuhan but you know, there's people out there. He said they found the origins of how LA. I mean, uh, not LA, but the COVID. It's here in the United States. Yeah. It's for, it's a it's a decrease of population control. There's too much people here. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of weird stuff that's going on. Where, like, I'm gonna do an episode about uh Dr. Sabi. Mm -hmm. Dr. Mm -hmm. Sabi. He's a uh, he's a uh, he does all the cures and the remedies and all that. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people don't know. And then they they the government killed him because. He was trying to save people's lives and cure them because he cured people from HIV, AIDS, autism, sickle cell, cancer, and all that stuff. And the pharmaceutical, the elite, they killed him because it's like, how are we going to make our money? It's like people are going to be all better and stuff. No, we need people to come in so we can give them pills saying like, hey, you're okay. Just take this. Right. But what's the side effects when you take those, when you take those pills? It's a lot of different things. I mean, you know, um, speaking on that, my... My oldest boy, he is, uh, you know, he has, we haven't, we can't say that he's actually been officially diagnosed as autistic. Yeah. Because I don't believe he is. He speaks, he, he can talk, he, you know, ABC's yeah, one, everything. two, three. He can, he, yeah, he's, he's just a beautiful, bright little boy. But, you know, th there's a chance he might be on the spectrum. He has some things that he does. Everyone's getting, you know. You know. And, and, and I was going to yeah. oh, keep on going. I'm no, sorry. no, no. I was just, I was just thinking about that. Cause I remember, you know, and to your point too, I remember certain things being, you know, Hey, let's give them this or let's give them that. Yeah. You know, and we're like, wait a minute. You know, we don't, wh what is it that you're trying to give him? What injection? What is that? You know? And, and it, it's very nondescriptive. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people, when they do have kids, you know, um, you're not supposed to give them a lot of vaccination shots right. and some of them they're recalls because they found where this is where right. this certain vaccination was caused with with autism mm -hmm. and the thing is you ever notice that w with these vaccinations they're focusing they're focusing on chinese um asian asian americans uh hispanics blacks and everything in the inner city and stuff like that because you know, like, mm -hmm. oh, shit, we got to stop. We got to calm down with all this because they're producing too much. Well, let's give them some of these vaccinations where, you know, they're going to yeah. turn out to have autism or certain type of disease. And that's what I feel like when you go to these um, 
these vaccinations, you know, they tell you, oh, okay, we're going to give your son four. No, just no. give him two. Yeah. Then we'll go another month and give another two and stuff like that mm-hmm. because the that, overload. It's a yeah, it's, baby. O- it's an overload, but at the yeah. same time, your mm-hmm. your age just decreased with those vaccinations. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were saying, I had this person on, um, shouts to Marvel the Sink. But he was telling me, like, you know, like all these vaccinations and the, the stuff that we eat and everything, like, it kind of like you see, you don't see a lot of people living till like, they don't, maybe till they're 60 or 50. They used to be like 100 or 200 years old. Right. Was it, who was it in the Bible that lived to 800? Was that uh, Abraham? I think it was Abraham. You know, so I don't know if, I mean, maybe there's a difference in how they kept year you know kept kept age i don't know but that's always think of wonder about that yeah but to hear that you know these stories that you know abraham lived till he's 800 years old and i, I may be wrong on that sorry for no yeah, the, I'll, I'll, you, <laughs> know you know what i'll mean? do is i'll it's, send you a youtube because they showed like the people who live and i think there was a, the oldest person was like around 800 years old yeah different yeah i mean you think about it and a lot of the older generation you know like my my grandfather, who is my absolute hero, mm-hmm. I love him to death. He is just um, amazing at what he's doing. He's going to be eighty four. He still golfs. He's still still very strong, doing his thing. But he's been so regimented about his diet, what he yes. puts into his body, for say the last forty plus years. And I mean, man, the guy's just eighty four years old, still golfing, right? So. I don't know. I look at that and then I feel terrible because here I go. I'm like, <laughs> can I have a number five, please? Oh Large my. fry. I don't. I try not to, man. I really try not it's to. Hard. I prefer to eat at home. You know what? I, I'm. I have a sensitive. I have a sensitive stomach and a sensitive system, so my body will actually say, you know, fuck you, <laughs> go home, <laughs> what make can, something. So what? What can you eat? You know what? I'm a huge fan of Mexican food, obviously. I mean, being, you know, growing up, so my dad, again, a little bit, maybe too, TMI, my dad's side's Hispanic, my mom's side's white. Um, Miklo. Miklo, right? Uh, so I grew up more with my dad's side. Okay. Uh, my mom, rest in peace, I love you, mommy. She's, she passed when I was a, a kid, but she didn't necessarily cook a whole lot. My dad's side cooked more, you know, was more Mexican-American, you know, Chicano, but... um. My Aunt Letty, rest in peace, she would just get down in the kitchen, man. The best salsa I've ever had, the best chili verde I've ever had, chili Col- uh, Colorado. Man, you name it, bro. You and they name just it. give you plates. Yeah. And like, I'm full. Like, no, no, no. You're... The best rice. I still, to this day, I cannot, I, I've never tasted better chili, rice, or beans than my Aunt Letty. So we miss you. But, yeah, I mean, that is my absolute favorite. I do love Chinese food, man, but that just messes my stomach up. Yeah. I can't do it. I just, to me, I've been I've been fucking with a lot of Mexican food. <laughs> and, you know, I've, I've been fucking, I don't give a care what people say. I love lengua. Lengua is a bomb. <laughs> I got to be, I got to be buzzing. I can't do lengua. Really? No. I it's can't. good. <laughs> I can't do it. You know what? Lengua is actually very good. Cachete is good. Cheek is very good, too. Okay. It's greasy. It's you okay. So you Grease gotta, is good. You gotta be, I got to be buzzing, Jack. <laughs> I got <gotta, laughs> to be buzzing. No, if you got the tacos, you got the rice, you got the beers, you just, you're just yeah. chilling. Yeah. That's why That's why Mega Man's fat right now. I was trying to be <laughs> sexy, and I just, I just, I'm getting well fed. Hey, you are warm right now during this blizzard here in L.A. 
I'm jealous, bro. No. Dude, I, I, hey, how about we switch? I'll give you some of my fat. Give me some of your skinniness. Because, guys, I could tell with you, like, I know you're in fit, so you probably have, a, like, a fast metabolism. I do. I do. Blessed. Thanks. Thanks to my mom. My, mo <laughs> <laughs> my mom's, yeah, she was um, four kids. She had four kids, uh, you know, us us four kids, and just, well, see, she was a model. She's She came up in the, in the heyday of, like, late 70s early 80s okay you know, she's the model in miami and oh know, shit cocaine cowboy kind of shit so bro that she, is my <laughs> she, movie right when there. she came out to california i mean she was my mom was nearly six feet tall so oh shit. Her, yeah when even when when she passed she just i mean she just was very slender i took her body type i guess you could say mm-hmm yeah Damn, Miami was cracking at that time. You know, you had the movie Scarface, uh, and you hear those stories of Cocaine Cowboy and Grisetta Blanco, like yeah, all crazy. that stuff. Miami was like the wow. hot spot. You know, it's South Beach and all, Miami Vice. Bro, the Miami Vice, the Don Johnsons of the world. I'm telling you, man, like those were the times, you know, uh, watching Cops, Miami Vice. I mean, there was so many good television shows that were – you know, we grew up with because I feel like now with you and I, we are the last of the Mohicans. This is before American Online. We were there. Right. We, we saw, saw everything. There was no texting. There was no. no I remember when it was, what was it? Uh, AOL Instant Messenger. Is that what it was? It oh, called? that's all. Oh, that's all. That? Oh, that, that's Just before Catfish. That was like the, like, the, like the thing, man. I remember. But, you know, tapping back into... You just named one of my favorite movies, Scarface. That all those movies, Point Break, best um, movie, <laughs> best extreme fucking movie. I, I, it's still the soundtrack. The rats <sighs> on that soundtrack. I love Rat, by the way. Motley. Dude, but Point Break, that whole like coming out of the '80s into Colors. I was imagine a little kid. I had my mom. I, I don't know how I convinced her to buy the movie Colors for really? me. I had it on VHS. I My mom colors, and dad would never let me watch it. It was in, so violent. Out. Yes. I had all those. I had Boys in the Hood. Boys she, in the Hood. I begged her to Menace take me. Menace Society is still yes. one of those graphic. Like, oh, man. If, you're, if you smoked out and you watched out, I was like, bro, dude, like, I'm, I'm good. Nuts. Yeah. Yeah. So those movies, I think they told a, 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 a true real-life story of what was happening during – you know, late eighties and nineties when we were coming up. Yeah. Um, it was real. It was real. That gang life was real. It's I mean, I'm not gonna say that gang life is not as prevalent, but it was still around it's still. still oh, oh oh most definitely. Because now you can't you, you can't see definitely. who's gangers or not. Because right. they look they look like little kids, like you don't know who's real, who's right. not. Right. It's still it's still out there, it's still alive. Um, but it was just it was just different times. It was on, you know, what was that American Me? Yeah. Oh, you know? yeah. Those those movies, um, that I don't know. I don't. I don't think cinema has has that, like that type of flavor anymore. It was just so real and raw. You know yeah. I, mean? I love those movies, bro. I miss those movies because you, if you watch those movies, it's like, oh yeah, it's a good movie, but you really have to understand, like, you have to really learn about some of these movies mm -hmm. because. You have to think like, okay, I saw this. Don't do this. Don't do that. But it was reality. And and where I used to live at, um, in Long Beach, but also I used to live in Wilmington in Carson, the Harbor area. Yeah, it was very active. Yeah, and still, uh, still is. Oh, it yeah. 
The OGs, mm. I'm going to tell you, like, the OGs, don't fuck with the OGs, you know? They don't like those youngsters having those big mouths and shit. They'll get fucked up like that. Yeah. But the, the those movies, the Harbor Area, it made me for who I am today because if you can make it out of Wilmington, man, you can conquer the world yeah. because you have that straight knowledge at the same time, you like... You, you're interacting with like people like you or Mirage or anyone else. Like it's all about getting to know each other because yeah. we're living in a day of age of social media that let's say, for example, like you post something. I don't like it. I'm going to DM you. But if it bothers you and you see me, he's like, yo, what's up with that? dude? like, yeah. like address it, you know, yeah. sit down, get to know me. This yeah. is what I meant when I post this. And, and that's where it kind of resolves those kind of conflicts, you know? Yeah. It does, man. I mean, having conversations is, is um, it would resolve a lot of issues if we could all just sit down and get along. But that's, you know, unfortunately, that's not the way of the world, though. It kind of sucks because, you yeah. know, most people, you know, even, even grown-ass adults like us, we still have our beefs and gripes and stuff. But yeah. my heart, uh, at this point, I'm going to be 38, you know, it's just... There's not enough time in the day to hate anymore, man. Can't you just you know? gotta keep on moving? You got it. You got if if you see someone in your circle or in, or in your family, and your family would be the first one to, to knock you. Don't take me wrong, but yeah. you know, I I don't know who it was. Um, I'm digressing, but anyways, all I'm saying is it's just uh, there's not enough time in the day to sit and hate on people, man. Yeah. If someone's doing good, good for you. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I'm happy for you. I feel like if I'm going to take the time to hate or have that kind of ill will towards you because you're doing something that I'm not doing, well, shit, I need to get going. Mm-hmm. What am I not doing? What are you doing? Cool, I'm going to read your book. Boom, I'm going to take that page out of your book. And cool, how can I How can I do better? That's the problem we have is a lot of people are not willing to take that time to they say, won't. what am I not doing? Instead of, fuck this guy for what he is doing mm-hmm. you know that's the part right there bro i'm like man i don't know th- there's some books and there's different things that kind of change my perspective on on oh yeah on, on where i'm going the path and all that but um how's your path going now great man great i you know i try to read as much as i can um that's good it's calmed me down a lot uh the four agreements i love that book Don Luis Miguel is a fantastic author. Um, he actually has a series of books, The Mastery of Love, but The Four Agreements changed my life. It was a quick read. Um, uh, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, you know, there's so many, the, the, there's so many books, man, that just have really just helped change my perspective on things. When you read books, are you more like reading books or just like audio books? I read them because I highlight. And I put markers in my books. Yeah, I can't. I, like read, I can't do audiobooks. Bonus right there. <laughs> I can't do it. The um, goodness gracious, my grandfather, who again um, is like, he's just my everything. I look up to him, and and as a kid, you know, I took it for granted. This guy was, you know, he comes from immigrant parents. He used to pick in the fields, and I remember one day he told me. I'll never forget. I told him I'm tired or something like that. I'm tired. He goes, boy, you don't know what tired is. You ain't done. You ain't done shit. You ain't shown me shit. How are you going to be tired? Oh, wow. So coming from someone that used, you know, now, again, this guy really paved the way for himself. He used to read. He started reading these books and he used to tell me I read these these books when I was a teenager. It changed my life. 
he went to the service. Um, he was a pro boxer. Oh wow! And back in the day, you would box in the service. Oh yeah. And they would go from they would go box prisoners from prison to prison. So he was undefeated. He had one defeat. It actually was more of a draw. It was a draw. And he told me, you know, sometimes it's just not your day, and sometimes you got to learn to take a loss. And when you take a loss, you shake the man's hand. Hey, you 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 were a better man better man today. You know when I think of those movies, like if if like if if your dad was doing that boxing with prisoners, there's two movies that pop up. You know I think of that movie under under what was it undisputed with uh, with uh, Wesley Snipes. Yeah. And the other one, Dickstown. Yeah, I haven't seen that one. I remember the Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Dickstown's a good. That's the one. Yeah, that's the one. It has a uh, Lou Gossett Jr.'s. You know. Okay. That's a good movie. That's a that's a good yeah. boxers movie. I love that's, that's underdog my, movie. I love I love boxing, and that was a big cornerstone of um, growing up. You know, learning those those lessons. Um, but yeah, I mean, going back to it. You know, my path, my journey today is is largely impacted by what I learned from my grandfather. And like I said, I wish I had listened sooner because I didn't take it serious enough earlier early on. Mm-hmm. Um, it took me some time. He he's been quote do what you do what you have to do, not what you want to do, boy. Otherwise, you ain't gonna get nowhere. But you're doing you it know? now, like and you know, you're breaking that cycle. Right. You know, and and that's it's taken me some time, but these books that I've read and. He's been quoting these books since I was five years old. Imagine, you know, and I just, oh, he's just talking. He's just blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah Grandpa, okay, okay. But it. Rapping those best. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah, just a lot of the, the knowledge he's trying to tell you just to, you know, for some kind of reason, if we're younger and my grandpa's telling me like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But when it starts clicking, it's like, mm-hmm. this is what he meant. Yep, absolutely. This is what he meant. It's crazy when you have those life moments, right, where you're like, oh, that's what that fucking meant. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what he meant. That's what my aunt, my grandmother, my sister, my brother, that's what my grandfather meant. Whatever, whoever the person, it's crazy how you get that light bulb. You're like, bing. Yeah, you just get that and you reminisce like the good old times or you reminisce of the 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 stories or or, or those kind of good quotes your, your mom or your dad, your grandpa or any of your families tell you because – those kind of quotes or those kind of experiences, they're just looking out for you because they yeah. love you. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And, and you know, and, and still to this day, I really try to surround myself with people that are better than me. And people are like, what do you mean by that? Better than you? Yeah, better than me. So I can mm. learn from them. I want to learn from these people. How can I be a better Brandon? I'm not trying to be the, you know, you. I want to learn how I can Everyone's better myself. Different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, you know, a big shout out to one of my mentors. Well, a couple of them that have kind of kept me, you know, on the right path. Dr. Dorsey and my big bro. my big He's like my big brother, Isaac Velasquez. Um, you know, he told me, I Isaac told me, you know, man, you got to do what you need to do. There's no testimony without a test. You know what I mean? You need to go through the fire. Correct. You cannot. There's no, you can't just go from having nothing to being a millionaire you got to grind you got to do this and i'm no i'm no way shape or form near being a millionaire that is the goal though i don't think if if you're not striving for greatness then you're just leaving the door open for mediocrity and fucking hate me for saying that if you want to hate me no 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 dude that's just how i feel it's reality you know yeah yeah. and i'm proud of you because you're you're getting out there and uh and also you know i see that you're trying to be there for um, a lot of the community. 
Uh, yeah, big shout that's, out. That's a big thing for you. Yeah, bro, it's it's huge, man. What you know, um, a good friend of mine, Frank. Um, you know Frank, commitment uh, soldier. That's my firme Friday. That's my dog. Right I just there. bought a sweater because he was dodging <laughs> me because I saw him at Live and Die of L.A. So yo, Megan, I see you come over here spending all this. How can you buy one of my sweaters? Like. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like, like, support, and you know the thing I love about Commitment Soldier and him and his wife, it's it's their daughters. They're hustlers. Yeah, he's like, oh, you we extra large. I got an extra extra large. <laughs> like, I was like, you know, and I tried it on, and she's like, okay, yeah, I love it. But they're they're so nice, and you know, when I had when I did the podcast with Commitment Soldier a while back, like last year, you know, getting to know him, who he is as a person, and him as wife, and. Uh, I fell in love with those guys, you yeah. know. I fell in love with his family and everything, and his wife and the, the daughters and everything. Yeah. And there's times where if I'm doing something wrong, you know, uh, Frank would check me. Yeah, and that's a sign of a real friend. Correct. That's real love because someone that that really cares about you is gonna tell you you're messing up. They're not just gonna sugarcoat it and be like, "Oh, you'd be fine." No, man. Frank's man. Frank. You know what's funny? I met Frank, man, when. So it was the beginning. This was actually right before I went full-time real estate. I've had my license since 2017. But I was working in a tobacco store during right before COVID. Okay. So I had, so I had a, a janitorial business. I used to, yeah, I used to clean urinals and mop floors and clean shitters and the whole nine. Bro. I used to do that at a grocery store. I know <laughs> that feeling. I used to do it, man. And, and that was my business. And I had, and, and I thought that was great. And then I realized, you know what, maybe, maybe this isn't what I want to do for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. It's lucrative. It was great. And so I took, I, I saw, and I got really lucky. This was, I sold the business just before 2020 in uh, November ish. I got rid of all my accounts and all that. So come January, I'm working here at this this uh, tobacco store. And I had been following him on Instagram already. You know, food's gone wild. And yeah. and I saw him, and he came in, and I'm like... Oh, she came into your tobacco store? Yeah. What? I'm like, hey, bro, what's up? I just want to show some love, dog. What's your... I'm Brandon. Nice to meet you, bro. It's a pleasure. And he's like, I know you. I'm like, no, but I'm just showing love, bro, because I've seen you on da 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 so long story short, we've stayed in touch since January 2020. Now, this was literally, I went full-time real estate in February 2020, about three weeks before the pandemic Hit. started. Well, I don't know, February, I don't know. I think it was in February date, or March. Something like that. Yeah. I think it was like the middle or end of February, right before COVID kicked off and went full-time. But I met him then, and we've stayed in touch this whole time. And he's been a great friend, just a mentor, uh, you know, that guy's so full of love, advice, guidance, because that dude's seen some stuff. He's seen stuff. Um, when I was talking to him after the off air, like behind the scenes and stuff, and like the stories, it's like, dude, we got to do a part two with you and your wife because, you know, you it's an inspiration. She's amazing. Oh, I love her, dude. She, her, her stories are so like. You the commitment from, queen. Shout out. Yeah, because she's from Wilmington. Right on. Yeah, I was I like, okay, know, I can I relate. Uh-huh. And uh, they have good stories. Well, they had nothing. They had to survive in this. And and seeing where commitment's trying to bring everyone together. There might be little clicks or divisions, but he doesn't want none of that. It's like, yeah. yo, just, just be together and, right. and help each other out. Right, right. And that's the thing. And even still, like, 
to that point, man, that's a whole thing. There's so much out here for everyone to eat. There's no reason to knock the next guy. Just stay focused on your goals. Yeah. I feel like if you take if you take your eyes off of your goals, that's when you start to see detours, whether that be beefs and drama and the this and the that. I'm solely focused on what I got to do. Shouldn't I'm not tripping on the next guy. I seen I've been doing podcasts for 6 years and I seen the ups and downs and the beefs here whatever and oh why'd you have him on your podcast or her I can't fuck with I mean yeah. I've been through that to the point it's like dude I'm just trying to be neutral. Right. I mean but it's it's almost like in a way when I first met you it was at Sancho's garage and you guys were promoting the Lala event. And that's when I first Lana. Lana. shout out Lana. Yep, I know. Yep, uh-huh. I remember that and, and, and sitting down with you and getting to know you and a lot of other people. And I was like, wow, this is the event is pretty badass because Melissa DM me. She's like, yep. am I going to come on your podcast? Yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> Tipsy Missy, Melissa. I love you. She's one of, she's one of my, just one of my best friends. She's, she's cool. fantastic. She's fantastic. That, group that core group there's four of us um ruben uh he is the founder of rasa golf so shout out to ruben man. very he's, outspoken he's, he's the godfather of the group so to speak mm-hmm. uh, melissa and of course my 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 main man um you know the legend the mm-hmm. one and only mellow man he's also one of the members and when when shout ruben has shout out mellow um when he at when Ruben asked me to join, I'm like, yeah, of course, I'd be honored to just to well, surround you, myself what, with better people. What year, what year was this? Uh, this was probably maybe five months before that Sancho's Garage event. Shout gotcha. out Sancho's Jaime, much love to you guys, mm-hmm. uh, Clark boy, my guy. Um, that's a real happening there. I dug that. I dug what they were doing. Everything that. Um, was happening just that the, what they were giving back to the community i wanted to be part of something that's bigger than myself uh so you know the grupo lana event latin american networking alliance is what it stands for mm-hmm. um we had you know we just came together and we put this whole thing and now i wasn't at the first meeting um for whatever reason it was at uh oh crab you know sidebar shout out to the sidebar crew shout out to my boy johnny mm-hmm. uh, the boy uh, our homeboy uh joey um but it was there at at sidebar oh crab and uh um, the second one was at sancho's but anyways long story short there's so many connections and so many pe- and i think if you can get past all the beefs and all that stuff you know and oh i don't really mess with him i don't blah, blah. And you get into a room and have a conversation with somebody. Thank you. You might learn something from this dude. Correct. You might gain something. You might gain a contact that you didn't think you could ever have, you know. But um, Ruben, to Ruben's point, you know, Ruben Cardiel, he, he's he's a real good friend of mine. He looked after me many times. I appreciate him. Um, in, in, to his point, it was that night and you were there. You know, there's no reason why... You know, we have to shit on the next guy. We should be willing and able to lend our hand, especially in the Latin community, you know, the, the Hispanic community, it, to promote each other, man. You it, know man, what I mean? I'm, I'm going to tell you something, dude. It, it, it takes big balls, but at the same time, you got to swallow your pride because there's a lot of ego and stubbornness and prideful. Right. Like, yo, you just got to man up. And you're like, mm-hmm. no matter if you don't fuck with that person, hey, right. you got to support him no matter what. Right. Whatever right. he does, no matter if it's good or not, it's like, 
because you ever notice that now like we're in the golden age where a lot of our people like they're getting out there they're yeah. they're doing it it's like hey fuck if i'm gonna come on the if i'm if i'm getting big i want you to do big i want him to do big right it, i wanted to see a, a lot of our people shine and you know what hurts? You know, I wouldn't say it hurts, but it's like it's an eye-opening experience that has become a little bit more, um, I don't know, it still stings. It but does. But when, when you find out, and this is going to sound so petty because we grew up in a generation without Instagram and without all that stuff. Suck it up, man up. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, So we grew up without all that, like, man, if you really want to unfollow me, then go for it, bro. But why can't, like, why not just call me? Why not text me and say, yo, what's up with this? Why'd you do that? Why'd you say that? They don't do that. Instead of unfollowing me and then I find out, like, one of my one of my close, I thought we were cool. You know, you, I've supported him. He supported me. And I'm like, mm -hmm. dog, like, but you know what? You got to suck it up. You know, I mean, it is what it is, man. It's unfortunate that we can't have that dialogue. We can't just, hey, man, I'm going to call you. I'm going to text you. I'm going to call you in 10 minutes. I need to talk to you. Yeah. That type of shit don't happen. You just find out in the wash, and everything comes out in the wash. You find out that this guy unfollowed you, and then he's but but but. It's like, man, it's like you why not know. just tell me, dude? You like, know what, what I mean? did I do wrong? It's like, oh, yeah. because of what you post. It's like a lot of people are just getting too sensitive, butthurt on on social media. It's like, right? You know how I am. You know what I represent. You know what I post. Like, why are you tripping out? Right, right, right. You know, it's it's. Everybody, that's the problem, man, with social media is that everybody feels entitled and everybody feels like they have to give their two cents. Right. And, you know, shout out to Mike Tyson because Mike Tyson was you the don't first give a person. Fuck. Mike Tyson was like, yo, you might be talking that crazy stuff behind a keyboard or behind your phone, but you would never talk that shit to my face. That's and a I'm, fact. I'm not, bro, I'm not, I'm not, you know me, I'm not mm -hmm. no tough guy, no rough no. guy, no fighter, bro. I, that's not my gig. Um, there's a lot, there's a million badder homeboys and bad motherfuckers out there than me. I'm not that guy. But one thing I always strive for is like, let's have a communication, bro. Let's talk. If we can't talk, then what are we doing here? Mm -hmm. We're no better than, you know, where we came. We're, what? We're not cavemen. We ca we've evolved to this point. We have a, let's talk, mm -hmm. you know, so. You know what I've been doing lately? Cause I know like. With you and I, were a relationship when we met at Sancho's and we're keeping that relation going on the DMs. And, and you know, like some people get scared to call people like, it's like, why are you calling me? Like, you give me your number, like, Isn't just chop weird? it up. I, I, I don't get it. It's like, it's weird. It's like, if you're not busy, it's like, yo, I just want to chop it up with you for right. 20. I know you're busy. I'm busy, but yeah. just get to know you. Right. Just but a lot of people don't talk on the phone anymore. No. This next generation, <laughs> they do. It's wild, man. Read my mind. I, yeah, like to think about how this generation thinks that calling someone is not worth the time. They would prefer, and I get it. Texting is really easy to do, but mm -hmm. a lot of people they're like, like you said, why are you calling me? Forward, you know what I mean? It's weird. They won't pick up. It's just a trip. In our generation, bro, that was the only way you could get a hold of someone. Yeah. Call them. You got to yeah. call. Hey, how you doing? You know, the people don't even do that. But that's to me where I want to keep the, the communication still fresh still. Right. That's right. how I see it as because for us podcasters, you know, like we want to build relationships. But 
I want to do it not on DMs or voicemails. If you, if you, Brandon, if you ever have time, like, yo, Megan, man, I'm, I'm not doing anything Friday. You want to grab a lunch? Fuck yeah, let's go let's do go. it. I'm ready. I'm down, bro. You know what? If I, if, if I'm not working, I try to spend as much time as I can with with my kids. Talk on the mic a little bit. I'm sorry. Got you. Got you. Yeah. Um, I, I apologize because I, I I can definitely <laughs> feel the nasalness. Guy, I got a little cold going. So you have to excuse me. I'm out here like sounding like uh, it's all know. good. But you know, that's where it's that's where connections are made. Correct. Let me call you. Let's go have and people are weirded out by it. They, that is true. It, it's weird. Like hey, you want to get a coffee? Uh yeah, sure okay. Well, you it's like, like me or something? Like, no, motherfucker! <laughs> I want to have a fucking cappuccino with you. I know. The it's it's the like, question. Twenty questions. <laughs> yeah, it's like, dude, just yeah, we're just gonna go and have a BLT and chop it up. <laughs> I, I think the last time I saw you uh, was in La Puente when they had Commitment Soldier had an event. Yeah. And like you came with Mariah and Mariah was singing. And I was uh-huh. like. See, this is what I'm talking yep. about. Like, you gotta get out there. Yeah. Show your face and this, you know. And I and but the thing was with Where's me, the partners? Was the partners? <laughs> what up, partners? <laughs> I know. Hey, how was it like doing their podcast? You know what? I haven't been on yet, so I hope to be on there soon. Those guys do ayo drinks, my man. That's ayo. The man right there. Ayo, the salsa plug. All those guys, uh, Patty. Uh, the big partner. Big partner. What up, partners? I, you know what? There's actually just a quick, you know, shout out to those guys. They have been so supportive in everything that they're, they're making the right moves. They're they are. Um, that is a great tight knit community of people that is extending mm-hmm. hands to everybody. I know they were they were Frank was there. Um, there was a lot of people there that just it was it was awesome. It was awesome. They're doing things right because. Uh, Shouts to them because I did their podcast a long time ago. Dude, we got hammered. Don't tell me how Mega Man <laughs> got home. Of which I gotta get. This is amazing. You want another I, one? I'm down. You know me. Well, you, hold on, hold on. We got. Oh, yeah. You know Mega Man got some good beer. Uh, so, uh, you know what? That podcast is really just. I mean, what they're doing with it. Uh-huh. It's not just a podcast. It's it's you know, it's a whole revolution. They're yeah. really making. Which one you want? You you guide me. You let me know which which one would you. This is a monkish. Cool. This, okay, the best brewery let's all go. of all of L.A. They're based out in Torrance. Shout out monkish. Let's monkish. Go. It's a hazies. It's and really good. I was gonna say, you know, to um, let me taste this real quick. Let me, oh let's boy! Put, on air. Let's see how it goes. Mm. Shout out to my oh that's that's that is really good. That's a great IPA. My homie works at Monkish that over in Torrance. That's a great IPA right there. All right, um, my boy Rocky Rocky Nash. You know that's that's a good buddy of mine too. What he's doing is really just transcending. He's making his barriers, podcast into a, to a network. Yeah, bro. It's so what you're doing as well. You know, all of you guys. I look at you guys. You guys are the face of of a revolution. We're trying right? to Long trying. Beach Social Experiment, the Rocky Nash Rocky Nash podcast, uh, What Up Partner, and there's there's American others. Cholo, there's American Cholo, Tony A, Tony, okay, Tony A, you know what I mean? Like I don't have no, you know, everybody has a lane, bro. Yeah, every there's enough for everybody out here to eat, right? You know what I mean? And my loyalties are, you know, to the people that know that I love them. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and but. 
carrying beef around and stuff like that can't Shouldn't be something be. that it, it's not it's not healthy everyone needs again going back to that dialogue bro we need to have that dialogue you know but unfortunately not everybody sees things that way yeah it's just sometimes in a way like everyone has their, their cliques or divisions mm -hmm. in their cities and stuff like that so it's like you know everyone's doing their thing we're in the golden age of podcasts where right. everyone's trying to get out now you're seeing that radio's dying it's not going to be no more it's like well shit let's start forming networks and let's start bringing those certain latinos latina podcasts or whoever that will bring those numbers for right. us to keep on a float where right. now they're seeing us like you know what Rocky Nash is doing with his networks and Tony A, the American Cholo. Then you got mine. We're all trying to, we're all doing our thing. Like to me, right. I'm going to stay in Harbor area on Long Beach because that's my home. Right. And I know a lot of those people. And, uh, and I don't know if I, if you saw today, you know, they, I'm in the fi final list as uh, absolute best of 2023 of Long Beach where they have the best of the best. And now that you have three uh, finals uh, nominees, and I'm one of them to be recognized, it, it's a big deal for me. I know I cast my vote for you, so yes, my man, I got yes. you. Let's go. Yes, but I just I just want it because a little like for bragging rights, but to get that recognition because pod Long Beach for podcasts, no one doesn't really do podcasts. It's mostly christian base mm -hmm. you know and everything right. but i want to bring the who's who's like the, the people or what i'm talking about for my city because i care yeah i know with gil from american cholo he's a north hollywood he cares about his city right he's doing what he can tony yay what up Patna, rocky nash i mean there's podcasts endless because you know you're in their city but for me i want to do it a little different where i want to be there for the community right i do care about my city and if you guys, like, if you say, hey, Mega Man, I'm having an event, are you free this day? I got you. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm going to I'm gonna get my support because any guest or any friend that fucks with me, I fuck with you. Uh, and, that, and that's been clearly understood since since Jump Street. And that's why that me show. and you connected the 21 Jump Street. Not the movie, uh, but with the, uh, the original, uh, The original, the TV yes. show. Motherfuckers don't know about that. Yes. <laughs> but, um. You know, it's true. I mean, you guys really are the face. And again, I grew up listening to uh, Howard Stern on on uh, KML, uh, not KML, but uh, I love that station. Uh, K K K not KML. What was it? Uh, KOME. Okay. Ninety-five-five KOME in the Bay Area, and um, terrestrial radio is dying. It's boring. I put it on for background music, but I would much rather just listen to what I have on my phone. It's all on repeat. Um, the radio disc jockeys are, are <laughs> they're trash. Not all of them, bro. Not all of them, but it's, it's dying. It's a dying. I'm not going to say that they're trash. It's just that, that creativeness, bro, the creativeness that we like, uh, what was that? Um, uh, of course, Howard, is is iconic but uh what was the other one here in la that was very good for years um, uh baker boys ba baker boys they're coming they're, on my show they're they're phenomenal oh that's, yeah now that now that's a craft you know what i mean they craft their show mm -hmm. um i guess what i'm i need to clarify what i'm saying in terms of trash is like jack fm where there's not there's no djs it's just a voice and he's like 
uh-huh, making uh-huh, these uh-huh. weird little you know excerpts and it's like what is that it's not you know what i mean when i think of disc jockeys like you know i think of that movie wayne's world 2 where he's like trying to get interview and he's trying to put the right songs uh-huh uh-huh uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh. i could say anything right now and you wouldn't even know it <laughs> and and no one knows about that that guy's like uh-huh uh-huh he's one of the voices for the simpsons i didn't know that what i didn't know that oh yeah Oh yeah, that movie is phenomenal. Yeah, Wayne's World Schweigen, Two. Schweigen, what was? <laughs> I I watched part one Drew and part Barrymore. two, but part one with Rob Lowe, where they you yeah. know, and uh, Tia Carrera, <laughs> she was so hot. Oh my she goodness was so, gracious! That was like, oh my goodness, she gracious. is so hot. When I think of Wayne's World Two, it's like I always want to go to a donut shop and be like, can I get like a jelly donut? Oh, <laughs> and they had to repeat the order right. and like that was like the thing like queen was a shit we heard yeah. that's the first time i heard queen when i was in that movie came out yeah they brought back i think a lot of uh you know for me i remember watching wayne's world 2 and i've always been a fan of aerosmith yes and i say this jokingly please forgive me I prefer Aerosmith on drugs, okay? I'm just, I know. I'm, oh, yeah. It's a gag, bro. But oh, I'm yeah. just at the same time, I did buy Pump. Pump is a great album. They were clean and sober by that point. Loving an Elevator, Janie's Got a Gun, and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, I go crazy. Aerosmith, yeah. Aerosmith, uh, you know. In that movie, I remember them getting out of out of the what was it the Garth mobile, but it was yeah. a limo. Yeah, they get out and he's like, they get to the stage and it just you know what, Stephen, Ty- we don't have rock stars anymore like that. Yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, where they show up, the Mick Jaggers of the world, those type of like Van Halen. Yeah, Van Halen, the, the you know the Axles, you know the Guns and Roses. Those. Oh my gosh. Guns and Roses to me, when that movie Terminator Two came out, oh my God, the best soundtrack of Guns and Roses, yeah, with yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger in the music video, this game <laughs> over, exclusive on MTV. You know what? My favorite out. So, it's I know you didn't ask, but I'm gonna tell you my favorite. Let's go to some album. glam. Let's go. Let's go. My, so so music. I am kind of like a, it's a it's it's all over the board. Um. Favorite artist? I could give you a few, but it would lead off with Prince. That's my favorite. Prince can do it all. Prince is my favorite, closely followed by Rick James, James Brown. Okay. Um, Stevie Wonder, Sly, from you know Sly, Sly Stone, um, George Clinton. Uh, as far as so the artists, right? But as far as rock bands, man, it's tough. I, I grew up idolizing and studying and like just playing over and over again um i actually started out playing the beatles and marvin Gaye. i would sit there in the room and play till my parents came home i would rush home from school just to have extra time before they got home so i could you know play the drums um and i'm still a drummer i'm i, I play you know, do you play any other instruments instead of drums uh i play a little piano um, okay. But I, I've long lost the art of being able to read. I can kind of play by ear. But uh, Guns N' Roses is is probably my favorite. That album, if you ask me my favorite rock band of all time, I'm going to say 
I gotta say Guns N' Roses, close second Led Zeppelin, because it's my favorite drummer in the world. John Bonham is just amazing. I Aerosmith like, is. Third. I like Aerosmith. There, I mean, yeah. that song I like for, with uh, with Guns N' Roses was like November Rain. Yeah, that's that's the Use Your Illusion. That's a great album. It's a great album. But the raw was it Volume One or Volume Two? Um, I think it was Volume Two. I think I November Rain. I think is it's the blue out the one that had the bluish cover co yes. color on the cover, mm -hmm. not the reddish orangish. Um, I don't know what. But, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yesterday's uh, I actually got to see GNR at Dodger Stadium. It was amazing. Really? Yes. Wow. It was Fucking They're awesome. still fucking doing it. It was awesome. It's, it's, it's still doing it. Jane's Addiction, you know, Alice in Chains. I mean. Alice in Chains. That whole, you know, it's funny because all, I, I think music has always found its way to um, be a, a form of therapy for me. I will listen to, uh, you know, as an example, I'll listen to a Nirvana album and it'll bring me back to, you know, childhood when my mom passed right so i was listening certain to, days yeah exactly mm -hmm. um soundgarden alice in chains stone temple pilots um nirvana of course you know silver chair pearl uh, jam pearl jam of course um goodness gracious i mean the presidents list goes, of the united states oh uh, of course of course new radicals kennedy's all these kennedy's bands, was good all these bands um soundgarden Candlebox, bro you know what Candle I mean? Candlebox. Yeah, it, it, dude. Who did I, that? Who, who? Oh my god! Matchbox Twenty Three? No, it can't be. I'm trying. All to... those, all those, all those bands. You know, even you know, there's a band. There's a there's a little known band. Well, they're not little, but I'm teasing. Uh, uh, what are there's from San Jose, uh, and they did the soundtrack, or they made uh, one of the main songs for. Um, Goodness gracious, I, I should be ashamed of myself, but they were on the Shrek soundtrack. And I'm like, wait a minute, those guys are from San Jose. Really? Um, goodness gracious, hey now, you're a rock star, get your game oh, on, uh, go I play. Oh, I know what you're talking about. You uh, know, Smash Mouth. Smash Mouth. I'm sorry, Smash Mouth. I love you guys. I'm a San Jose native, and I should be ashamed for Did not you that. Did you ever heard of an indie band? They were from like the Central Valley called Flying Blind. No. Really? No, I gotta look them up. They were well back then. They're indie. They were kind of like, oh my god, Flying Bind's gonna be here. Then the radio stations like, whoa, they were like the upcoming, but they didn't really take yeah. off. But yeah. it was one of those hidden gems. Okay. Like okay. those type of groups like that. Yeah. Yeah, but the rock scene, I like it. I'm more, I'm more into the like the indie scene. Okay. Like in, independent music that was coming out in college and stuff. Yeah. Like, whatever. Um, right now I'm I'm kind of more focusing on indie because of. There's a new group coming out. You probably heard of them called Cigarettes After Sex. Yeah, they're I, that's the group I kind of watch because um, there's so much music out there, but I don't know where to choose because it, it's so oversaturated. But it's yeah. like, where do I go to find good music? Right, right, and it's crazy because there's so much music out there that is. Just phenomenal. See, I grew up playing. I, I grew up listening and learning how to play R and B and stuff like that. You know, okay. I love funk. See, like that, I could turn on. I, I can put on a slave album. I can put on, uh, you know, the Daz band. I can put on any of those funk bands, real true funk bands. Diamond Ortiz, Funkadelic, all those like you know, all that stuff just drives me nuts. I love it. And I've taken so much as a drummer from it, but now I'm doing more of like the oldie soldy kind of thing, you know. I so 
I cut I don't really throw it out there that much, but I love uh, what's happening right now with the oldie soldie scene. Um, I drum for Mariah. I saw that. I saw the. I saw the story on her. It's Mariah, like, I mean, oh shit! Baby, look girl. at Brandon drumming. Like, yeah, I got this. That, that's my baby. Um, so I drum for Mariah. Um, you know, and just hanging around that scene is really, you know, hanging around with these guys. You know, Adrian Carmine is an amazing musician. I heard amazing of that name. I heard uh, of that producer. name. Just doing amazing things, bro. Uh, of course, Tony G. He's know, coming he, on. He, he's well. He's been. He's a legend. He's a legend. 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 But he's he's uh, mixing and, and and producing and doing these things for these for this. It's. I don't want to call it a revolution because it's it's been here, right? The oldie soldie scene's been yeah. here for. It's it's huge in California, mm-hmm. West Coast. It, it's been here. The, the the I would say like the, the Chicano like culture has always supported that more yeah. than, I would say more than any other state it's woven into our fabric. Well, it's right? the music scene is like it's it's for everyone's taste. Right. If you like oldies, you like funk. Right. You like hip hop. You like underground. Right. You like Chicano rap still R and B here. Right. I mean. There's a lot for everyone. So There's, to me, it's like, it's, it's not be like, oh, that genre, like, right. oh, you're old school, you're a dinosaur. No, man. No. It's like, and it's, it, it, it's I would good say music. Like, it's good music. It's good music. And like, I remember, you know, growing up thinking like, oh, that's oldie, solely. I don't want to play. I would listen. My, my grandfather would play that stuff. My aunts would play that stuff. And I'm like, oh, it's too slow. I want to rock out. Put on some Kiss, you know. But you, God you, gave rock and roll. You, you know, you get to a point where you're like, you can't play that stuff forever, man. Let's slow it down a little bit. Yeah. You know, and seeing what's happening, IMG um, Industry Music Group. You know, where Mariah, where where I, I mean, again, I drum for her. So mm-hmm. what they're doing there is very special, and I, I'm I'm looking at a lot of other artists. You know, uh, Jackie Mendez. Or her her. She's good. She's she's, she's good. amazing. I love it. What she's doing. Adrian I saw her. Again, I saw her. Shout I think out. She was. I think she was uh, performing um, at the Alex's Bar in Long Beach. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. She's really good. good. Really good. She's got a new forty-five out. Um, you know, just what's happened. I mean, I was at a session last night. Um, you know, Tony G was there. Is was, was doing his thing. And just to watch him work is is really Shout just humbling. Yeah. Humbling. You know, legendary, bro. You're just watching. You're watching history as it happens. I'm gonna so to ask. Speak. I want to ask him. I was like, "Hey, can they get me come down? I just want to see you for like let's see go, all the. Let's go. I'm, I just want to go. I'm like a fly on the wall. You know what I mean? And so what they're doing? Shout out DJ Kazell, Ruben four five nine. Kazell man has really just got an arsenal. DJ Kazell has an arsenal there at IMG that is just amazing, bro. Latasha Lee, we were watching her get down last night. She is. Yeah, she's got some fire, bro. Napoleon Demps, dude, that guy's just so talented. And what they're doing with all of their work right now is just it's next level. Um I can't really officially, you know, speak on it too much just yet, but there's going to be some heat coming in in uh in in the spring here. Um we're going to be playing some shows and some dates uh for Mariah. We're gonna, you know, she's going to be at the Loretta show in Long Beach, right? Uh, sh- she will be at the at at the show this week. I'm, I'm uh, gonna, weekend. I have yes. the weekend off. I might go yeah. over there. Uh, Saturday, she will be there. She'll be performing. Uh, well, not I, I got to take that back. Not performing, but I believe she's going to sing a song or two with uh, with Pepe and with uh, Lighter Shade of Brown. I just saw um, ODM uh, yeah. last Friday. 
Oh, it was at San Pedro. Yeah, yeah. The Blackout Podcast. Yeah. I, we actually got. It was amazing. I got to kind of sit in on a session when she was with Coda. I saw that at, at, at backstage yeah. at, in Oxnard, and that was just an amazing. They were vibing back there. It was great, bro. It was just. It I like was the organic. I like the stories. You know what I mean? Organic. It's live. It's happening, and it's in your face, and it's right there, and they're on it. Yeah. And um, so to, to to see what's happening, Johnny David, shout out. Uh, there's a lot of things happening right now in that scene that it's just it's just amazing. I mean, you hear obviously the, the heavy hitters like you, you know They're Sacred all Souls and the Altins and yeah and you know Joey Quinones and these these guys yeah. they've been around they've been on the scene they're heavy hitters but there's a lot of talent coming up, bro. You know what I mean? There's a lot of these guys coming up behind them. Um, Maybe not necessarily that haven't been in the forefront as much, but all, I mean, again, I just watched last night. I watched Tasha get down. It was just amazing. I'm gonna you try know. to bring a lot of musicians and artists on. Um, I was in talks last year. I was trying to schedule a date um, to bring Mariah on my show, but the situation with my get son, on the show, babe. Yeah, get on the show. Uh, that that's the next question I gotta talk about. <laughs> but uh, there was I was supposed to get a Ron, but um, I I wanted to stay home until my son got better. Yes, how is he? He's doing good. Um, he it's just it's it's still a progress. Yeah, and I have to watch him. You know, I took some time off and yeah. just so I can just spend time with them because I have to watch what he does every two hours. Yeah. You know, try to get his rhythm, his rehab back, his mind. Yeah. I mean, that stroke really fucked him up. Yeah. And I, I that's one of the re I was about this close last year quitting the podcast because mm -hmm. of my son. I I, I sacrificed yeah. everything just to be there for my kids. I love my kids. That's what we do it for, bro. I, you know what? Like prayers to your boy. I, you know, I love my son. I'm not going to say like I'm that guy that's in the church. You know, every Sunday, but yeah. man, I have a high sense of faith and I was praying for him. I'm going to tell you right Thank now. Thank you, man. Thank that, you. You know, power of prayer is, it, it's real. And, you know, you know when praise I, God on that. I'm tell you right now. Thank you. Thank you so much for the, the compliment and everything. I told my son, you know, like, hey, I'm going to do a podcast. I want to let you know daddy loves you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to come back. I'm going to get some pizza for you guys. Right. But they're good kids. You know, I love them. I'm, and I'm going to keep on doing the podcast because this is what really calms down my anxiety and my depression like you know podcast saved my life this is your space this is my space and i was gonna bring in this next qu next question a lot of men were were kind of sad we were <laughs> the valentine story came up with you and mariah were like hold oh, up man. like what did i miss you're gonna get me in trouble now nah 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 you you kept it on the down low no you know what um how'd you guys meet we met through music I, we yeah, met through figures. music at my my buddy Johnny's spot. Um, mm -hmm. We met at the Old Crab event through. Uh, there was a show. There was a gig there that that Johnny put on and Mellow, of course, this is my homeboy Mellow mm -hmm. put on and um, uh, Candyman was there and whatnot. Um, we met there, um, but it didn't take off out of the gate like that. Uh, we we you know we talked and and whatnot. Um, now. It's a delicate subject, so to speak, uh, you know, but let's just say that that's where we met and, you know, things kind of blossomed into what where they are now. And she is just an amazing artist. Don't you like her? Have you seen her new video? I saw the new video. Yeah. It's amazing. No, good, good stuff. A slow, stuff. slow change up. People that don't know or may not have heard or seen of it or, you know, yet slow change up is now out. It's, it's honestly, and shout out to my, my boy concrete. He, 
he's concrete. Fucking amazing, bro. What he's doing, it's amazing. His his artistry in terms of like capturing the dramatic scenes. It, it he's he's just that he's Mister Renaissance. It's Mister. He could do it all. It's ridiculous. He, he's I call him Mister Renaissance. He's funny as hell. Mm-hmm. He's it's a guy can't miss, bro. He's a good guy. Jay Valentino and both those guys. I want to get that guy on my pie. <laughs> that fool is funny. I when when you have Jay Valentino and you have Concrete when you do the Rebel Nation videos, like I used to be a rebel. I used to oh, do Harley Davidson, got the chains <laughs> and stuff. You got the Go-Go Dancer Girls. Yeah. Oh, that was my scene back in Modesto. Oh snap, man! Those guys. What was it? Harley and what's the other one? Wizkid. Oh. Harley and Wizkid. Those. Well, I mean, anyways, that's part of their. Mm-hmm. Their their skit on it, but it's it's hilarious because it's very much. That was my high school. There was a lot of rebels and, you know, party crews. Yeah, <laughs> so, I remember those. So it's it takes me back when I see that. I'm like, how accurate is this? I was a rebel, and my fr- my, my ex wife, you know, she was a go- she was like a go go dancer. See, see, you already know my two boys right there. You know, I was I, I had that thing, you know, like at that time, you know, Modesto I had a thing for Asian girls. OK, you know, okay. she's from Long Beach, you well, know, Bay Area. I'm just going to say Bay Area. Don't even tell me, man. I just stay. I just stay. We're in Tracy area. <laughs> I don't go past the mountain because, man, we go to San Ho. Oh, it's a uh, it's Vietnamese the, girl time. The Asian community is in Freaks. not only San Jose, but just the Bay Area in general. Daily City. Shout out to all my Filipino, my Vietnamese, Cambodian, Hell yeah. Chinese, Korean, all the Asian community up there is just nothing but love. It's just amazing, bro. All my all my V8s in San Jose, all my Pinoys, where are you at? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> we're almost at that time, Let's but go. I was going to tell you one last question. What's up with the Niners, baby? You know what, bro? Come on. Damn, that's a sore subject right now. You know what? Um, it's okay. We we got a quarterback. We got. You know what? I like I like Brock Purdy. I like what he's doing. Um, Niners, honestly, in my opinion, had we had a, we needed Purdy to win that game. The Eagles, they knocked him out. That's what it was. It's a learning, and it was done when he was out of the game. It was a wrap, bro. But you know what? I like. I like him a lot. I like the team. The team is built to win now. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. Personally, uh, I don't know Trey Lance on a personal level. Uh, I don't break bread with him. Again, I don't break bread with any of these guys. So Damn. It's nothing personal, bro, but he's never been that guy for me. Jimmy G, um, I wish him well. I think his time has been amazing in San Fran. I just think that it's it's – you know the guy deserves a better look than what he's being given right now, but mm-hmm. he's been solid. Anyone that disrespects Jimmy G just doesn't know football. I played high school and college myself. I was a quarterback myself, so I know what like high that school? dude. What high school? Lincoln High School in San Jose. Oh shit! Because high school barrier was uh, no joke. If you think of De La Salle. Well, we play. Yeah, yeah. No Saint joke. Francis. Yeah. We played a team my senior year in high school that played De La Salle. Uh, the year before and lost to them by like a couple points. They were a tough team. Yeah. The, like football in, in the Bay Area is tough. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. but, but again, going back to it, I, th- I like, now again, I don't know what's going to happen with Brock Purdy. That's a pretty serious injury. Hopefully he makes it back. You know what I mean? That's a, t- that's a tough, but Trey Lance, I'm hoping he can step up and really become who he's been touted to be. I just, he's never been that guy for me. 
so to speak. You know what I mean? I have to look into it because right now I'm more really more focused on the Giants right now, the San Francisco Giants. Yeah. You know what, man? You're going to get me in trouble down here, man. It's okay, I, dog. I, I, everybody that Represent. Knows, and and, and everybody, got, everybody that knows me, everybody Don't run away me, from your problems. No, no way. Listen, <laughs> I'm born and raised McKean King, Eastside San Jose. I am a, I'm a San Jose guy. I don't claim nothing, but I am from San Jose, and I'm very proud of my teams, my Warriors. I love my Warriors. He's an Oakland A's fan. <laughs> God no! Well, are you serious? Uh, no Not way! Not money, <laughs> No way! No, he. I, you know what? I'm gonna give him a pass on that. Ah! I'm gonna give him a pass, man. No, but Giants. I'm excited for what team we have coming in this year. Giants are gonna be, uh, you know, they're gonna be a force. The Dodgers are always good. When you have a salary like they have, bro, they have. I mean, dude, they, the Padres they, got money. The Padres are solid. Dodgers assault the whole West. The the Diamondbacks are stacked again, big time. And I know that the Mariners are not, uh, uh, you know, in our conference or, or league. I don't know. American they're, League, American League, yeah, yeah. But they are stacked too. But Giants, Sharks, Warriors, and of course Niners. Yeah, my uh, all day. My hat, my Niner gang, baby, gang, gang. <laughs> my uh, my stepsister, uh, she married, but they got divorced, but. Um, she married a baseball player who, who won a World Series ring for the Red Sox. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I won't mention I won't mention his name here. I'll, I'll tell you off air. Yeah. But um, yeah, I was like, oh, dynasties, bro. Dynasties. You know, you got the rings. Like, remember I showed you the video with the Jerry Rice. Let me just ask one question. So I know we're up almost up on time, but we I just gotta ask this. So if would you consider, and all my Laker buddies are gonna hate me, would you consider? What the Warriors have done in Dynasty, because some people say no. They won how many championships in let's say five years? They won three championships in I five think years. Four. No, well, they lost. Well, they lost a pretty tough one again. They would have been four, but they beat Boston, and then that they have four. I mean, that's good. They they are, you know, it's tough, man. I mean, I I get it's rebuilding. It, it, yeah, it's a tough year. The Warriors are. Come on, Dubs. God, I mean, <laughs> I mean, they're good when they had that team, but you're rebuilding. But when you, now you're kind of seeing uh, Thompson and and Curry a little injured. They're trying to get better, but there's always they're always gonna make that push, you know, to the yeah. playoffs. You know, when because they they have experience in the playoffs and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I mean, the Lakers. I mean, Clippers. I mean, it's it's anyone's it's anyone's take. Yeah. Let's see, man. I was a little disappointed when the Warriors didn't push for KD again. I don't you know. know that's I've I've oh man, I've gotten a lot of my buddies have talked so much trash about the whole KD coming to to, to Golden State, but I mean, I mean, everyone's I trying know. to go that Boston route when you had Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce, but now they were the first. They were the first to well, yeah. maybe not the first, but they were because, in my opinion, the first real uh powerhouse was you know the, the dubs had it it was uh nick rich was it nick richmond uh mullins and hardaway mitch but, richmond is it mitch richmond yeah, nick mitch, rich, mitch, mitch, mitch mitch richmond yeah three okay. pointers there you go i know he went to the kings but man that was like i the was first. a sacramento kings with white that chocolate. was the first and 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 challenge me on this i'd challenge anybody to challenge me don nelson was the first to come out with that run and gun style of offense like they have yeah. now and they and he had it right it was just the wrong time. Yeah. 
But like when he went to because it's working for the Dubs and that's how they've won. Was working for the Dallas Mavericks. Yes. And they won that championship. Yes. Yeah. It it works. The big man the big man era is gone. The Shacks, the Mutumbos, those oh, cats. They're John, and look at Jonas. Jonas is what seven, eight foot nine. That guy bro? can't even shoot. He shoots like this. He shoots threes like, like getting, what's going on? You're getting like seven foot two dropping threes, like doing like Kevin Durant. Like it's nuts. those Europeans are crazy. KD seven, what, six foot eleven or something like seven? Do you he plays how he plays? Yeah. Nuts. Do you have that do you have Netflix, right? Yeah. Look up the documentary called The Redeem Team. It has like the USA. They had to start over from scratch and catch up because the world was catching up to them. And they're just getting fucked up here and there. And they're like, yo, we got to play fundamental like team ball because right. these worlds are catching up to us. Like Spain, Argentina, like they're catching up. You can't do that in the NBA when you're playing against FIBA. You know, oh, you, yeah. you got to play as a team. Right. It's it's nuts, man. I think that re that the redeem team is that the one with Chris Paul and those cats. It's the one with Kobe Bryant and all them. Okay. They had to bring them in. They had yeah because it's we were getting, we were getting embarrassed. Yeah. Oh. After oh, yeah. after Michael Jordan with the dream team when they had fucking Larry Bird. He didn't. I don't know. Coach but K. Yeah. Coach K. We had uh, Magic. We had uh, Carmelo. We did not have Isaiah. Um, Michael Jordan fucked that up. My, uh, yeah. <laughs> You know what? He says no, but you know what? I think it was Magic Johnson who said that. You know what? They had Mullins on the team. Shout out, you know, Golden State Warriors. The flat top. Man, that motherfucker was shooting threes from all points. Dude, <laughs> that was crazy. They killed everybody in Barcelona. They killed everybody. And and after that, they were like, we don't need to show up anymore. We just killed. We slaughtered all of you guys. But like you said, the world caught up. Yeah. We had the Yao Mings. We had... Uh, Spain. You know the Peja, the Peja Stoyakovichs show up. Like, oh yeah, the world had France. players, ballers, bro, Boy, ballers. Fucking, what's his name from France? Played for the Spurs. Was Tony that? Parker? Oh my god, so come good. On now. Come on now, Manuel Ginobili, Ginobili from Argentina, out of sight, bro. Eight out, eight, you know, like they have a roster of fifteen. Nine of them played for the NBA, Argentina, Insane. and they won gold medal. Insane, crazy. The whole idea that the world revolves around America as far as sports is slightly incorrect, man. I mean most of the most of the ballers that come from other countries that play baseball here, they're not American. Like the like the ones we like the Riveras of the world. You know, we got these Tatis, we got these guys, you know the I mean the list goes on. But even now you look at football, American football, these guys are playing football in Mexico. They're Yugoslavia, well, maybe not Yugoslavia, but Germany, they're they're recruiting guys out of different countries. Yeah, you know, mm -hmm. it's it's so it's opened up. I don't know. He was a lineman, an offensive lineman that was um, made it to the Pro Bowl. First Mexican, first Mexican uh, selected to the Pro Bowl. Uh, I forget the guy's name. Oh yeah, name, they're, but they're, it's all coming. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. It's open. It, it's opening up. Did you know Japan almost beat fucking USA in football? Like in regular football, like tackle, That's, like oh yeah, man. Oh, 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 hey, wow. Oh, hold up, I don't want to be dis. I don't want to disrespect Japan, but God, I'm just saying, dude. Damn. I'm just saying. Okay. Hey, um, we got to do a part two. Yeah. We we we're gonna have some. We're gonna talk about some guys talk. Yeah. I want to talk about sports. I want to talk about music. I want to talk about like Let, anything bring goes. Bring it on. Do you have any last words or any shout outs, Brennan? 
you know, first and foremost, um, shout out my parents, you know, my grandparent, my, my grandparents, mm-hmm. um, you know, God, more, more importantly, you know, that, that's, that's my, um, I, I'm not in, I'm not at church every Sunday. I know I said that, but God is definitely like in my life very much. And I believe, you know, all the glory to God mistakes are mine. Um, but shout outs, I would, you know, IMG, uh, everybody at IMG, Mariah Avila, uh, Adrian Carmine, mm-hmm. Tony G, Melaman Ace, uh, the sidebar crew, Johnny, uh, Joey, uh, Dave, uh, Dave, rules and regulations, Dave, Ruben Cardiel, uh, you know, Melissa Hernandez, um, Tipsy Missy. The list goes on and on. My best friend in the world. I love you very dearly, my brother, um, Pablo Soto. He is just, uh, he's been there for me, man. We've been, I've been through a lot of, a lot of shit in the last six months. Um, but, uh, you know what, man, the list can go on and on forever. Isaac Velasquez, Dr. Dorsey, um, you bro, you've been Thank there you. for me. You know Thank what I mean? You. Grupo Lana in general as, as a collective group, um, the list can go on and on forever, man. I, I you know, and if I'm missing somebody, please, I love you. You know, I, I don't mean to miss names and stuff like that, but, um, you know, um, all we can do is, is try and be the best person we can be. Um, it's not always, we don't always make the right decisions, but we certainly need to um, do the best we can and, and, and hold our heads, heads up high and, 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 and keep it pushing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, uh I miss my mom very dearly. She, you know, I know she's shining down. So shout out to my mom. Shout, you know, shout out to mom. my dad. I love you, dad. Ryan, I love you, man. <laughs> oh, man, where you at? <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to say, Brandon, having this conversation with you, you know, it, it, it gets me a little closer to really get to know who you are as a person and how you conduct yourself. And I just want to say I'm very proud of you, of Thank the journey you. that you've been through back then and where you're at now. And we're you're, we're family. I appreciate and you, man. Anything Thank that you. you need, you have my number. You Thank you. DM me while posted and all that stuff. And uh, I just want to say shout outs to you. Shout outs to Mariah. Shout outs to the whole crew. Thank you. Mellow Mayonnaise. Gazelle, Ruben yeah. 459, <laughs> Ronnie. Commitment Soldier. Food's Commitment going Soldier, bro. We, shh, man. I mean, uh, what I up, really partner? Mean that. What up, partner? If I'm Rocky, uh, Rocky, what up, partner? I mean, the list can go on and on. I just, if I'm missing somebody, just know mm-hmm. that I love you. It's nothing. It's just, you know, you're on the spots. You're like, it's gotta, all good. It's all you good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, my Aunt Stephanie, I know she's going to listen to this. My and where Stephanie. can everyone follow you at? BZ the Realtor uh, is my IG tag. Um, man, I'm so bad. I don't really do Facebook, bro. I don't do Facebook. That's MySpace. I, it's okay. I, I don't, it's okay. You know what? Whatever I post, I open IG account. goes there. Like I, it'll double. But um, um, you know what? Um, BZ the realtor. Everybody calls me BZ since I was. Yeah, BZ. BZ. Everybody calls me BZ. My boy Victor, where you at? Valiente suits. I'm just gonna say, I need to get you into a suit, dog. We need to get a suit. Let's I go. Mean, I know. I saw. Him. I like suits, Victor. I like where you at? I need you to get down here, man. I was like, damn, he wearing a suit with some white, with some white Air Force. I was like, damn, <laughs> that's my guy. I'm yeah, telling you right now, I gotta Victor, slim down. Let's, even, I got it. Even I if you it. don't want to, man, I'm let you know. He can I got get it. You, get you tailored up. I know. There's an event going on this year. I I gotta I gotta bring sexy back. That's all I'm gonna say. 
So, Dang. Brandon, I just want to say thank you for coming on the Long Beach Social Experiment Podcast. Thank you, bro. And everyone, you can follow me on the Long Beach Social Experiment Podcast on Instagram. Uh, the Rumble, Spotify videos will be coming out in the fall. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, and everything will be coming out in April. Um, everyone, if you have time, uh, go to Hello Long Beach. There's a category of the best of the best in Long Beach, and they have a category for local podcasts in Long Beach. Go to Absolute Best of Long Beach 2023 and vote for the Long Beach Social Experiment. That's all you have to do. And shout outs to my kids. Shouts to Brandon. Shouts to everyone. Shouts to Mirage, East of the River Studio. Shouts to Viva, the whole crew on the Long Beach. Other than that, I hope and you like this episode. One last thing, my guy. I just Go for say. it. Shout out my guy, Mellow Man. Mellow Man Ace, bro. So much love to you, dog. You don't even know. Um, check him out. He's got a new thing going on. Abby Losis, uh, uh, my boy Bronick. They got a thing going on there mm -hmm. in La Puente, in the city of La Puente. It is a music um, school, if you will, or, or, or course, if yeah. you will. He was Shout telling me about that. What up, partner? All, mm -hmm. my, all my partners. You know who you are. I love you. Mm -hmm. um, they got a thing going on, so check it out. It's happening. Um, get these kids into music, man. Yeah. You know, get them into something positive. Super. If neat. it's not going to be sports, let them do music. Get them in, but they got to get in there. Um, so check them out. Next generation. Let's go. All my right, babies. I love you, Josephine, Maggie, Zeke, my baby girl Gia, Enzo. Yeah. I love you. And uh, Daddy also loves you. I also want to say this. I love you too, uh, 49ers. Gang, gang. Gang, gang. Nine and gang. Bang, bang. <laughs> We're out, everyone. Late. Love y'all. Late.